This is episode 65 with Meg Mills. She, is, Dr. Meg Mills is a functional medicine health practitioner. In her virtual practice, she works with patients to focus on healing the root cause of their health struggles through advanced diagnostic testing and personalized support. She is particularly passionate about helping professionals suffering from chronic headaches or migraines to find relief and increase productivity and energy to enjoy their life again with her proven EAT method. You guys, hang on. This is a great episode. Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, where we choose to become empowered patients and take our health into our own hands. Hi, I'm Shannon Hansen, a Christian entrepreneur, a mom of three, and after dealing with my own health mysteries, I made it my mission to learn everything I could about the thyroid. I soon became certified as a holistic wellness practitioner, a functional nutrition practitioner, and a functional diagnostic practitioner, and so much more. After that, I founded the revolutionary thyroid program, The Hansen Method. As a health professional and a mom, I fully understand the importance of having a fun, simple, and sustainable plan for achieving a responsive thyroid. So I share actionable and practical strategies for developing a responsive thyroid so that the ambitious moms and women can gain freedom from fatigue and lose the thyroid weight once and for all. Each week, I will be here for you. Along with my guest experts, we will be sharing simple and tangible tips that work for not only your thyroid, your hormones, your family, and your mindset so that you can get back to living the life that you envision for yourself. Welcome to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. All right. Welcome back to the show, you guys. I have Meg Mill on with me today, and I'm super excited, and I keep calling, wanting to call her my friend's name, <laughs> um, Megan, and I won't give her the last name, but it's very, very similar, so every time I see it, I just you know, want to go back to that high school friend that we get to hang out with. Um, but I'm really excited for this opportunity to talk to Meg because we are talking about headaches. And I was telling her before we hit record that a lot of our clients inside the Hanson method, they struggle with headaches and they're like, Oh, it's not that bad. You know, I just live with one. It's kind of there all the time. And then it'll get really bad one or two days a week where I got to take medication. And I'm sitting there like, that is not normal, but society has normalized headaches. And so I want to share with you guys the expert on headaches and all of the fun things. So welcome Megan, Meg, sorry. <laughs> it's one of those slip ups that yes. <laughs> you're going to think about that the whole time. <laughs> yes. Whole time. Yep. Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me on here today. I'm excited to talk because I, I agree with you. I feel like headaches are something that people are just living with and, and feeling like that that's okay. And I, I really am passionate about this because um, in my, I have a virtual functional medicine practice and I see people for all different things. And whenever um, we're diving into the root cause, whether they're coming to me for headaches or whether we're diving into the root cause of something else, I just noted this, this common thread with exactly what you're saying, that people are just living with these chronic headaches. It's affecting their quality of life and they don't even recognize or realize that there's another option. They're often, you know, I've had people tell me that their doctor's like, 
specifically said to them, you just have to live with this. And they're feeling like this is my genetics, or this is just the way I am, or this is just something that I have to live with, or just normalizing it, that they don't even notice the pain that they're living with. And in addition to that, the other implications that can happen in their health from taking regular pain medications to cover up the pain from headaches. So I just am passionate about reaching people and being able to spread the news that you don't have to live with chronic headaches anymore. (laughs) Yeah. So tell everybody, give us a little bit of background as to how you got into headaches. Yeah, well, really, it it became just an awareness. So um, I opened a functional medicine practice and I see people, um, you know, for everything root cause. So, um, and whenever we were looking into health history and symptom questionnaires, um, I just noticed, particularly with my women patients, that so many people were coming to me that whether that was their chief complaint or whether that was just something that we were diving into through, um, you know, symptom questionnaires and health history and things you're saying, conversation about, about their life, that they were just have this, this is a common thread that so many people are dealing with. And so, um, and then through working with them, one of the first things that would happen now, I, I do want to say for each patient, it's different because they have different root causes and we, we look into that but they would come to me and be like, oh my gosh, I don't have headaches anymore. I've had a headache since I was 15 and I don't have a headache anymore. I can't even believe this. And it just sort of started to become this trend with me and with patients. And, and it just made me aware of the way the misconception in the conventional space, the way we're treating headaches um, and, and that there's really something that needs to be done and awareness needs to be brought and more people to reach. So you don't have to live like that because it can be debilitating when you're suffering from that pain all the time. Yes, especially I know, and you probably can attest to this a little bit more for the women that I work with. It's normally like, yeah, it's just kind of there. And then I have a few bad days. Um, but I know headaches can turn into more of a migraine status and people can be on multiple different medications for that, where they're, they've got their prevention and then they've got another medication for when it comes on. And then sometimes they have to go to the hospital or the emergency room to get treated and all the fun things. Yes. And I've seen, you know, we've had those transformations where they've actually been getting migraines, still suffering through on the chronic medication that was impacting their life and then being able to be medication and migraine free. And it's really just amazing to see that for someone to have such a life change. So it's possible. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. I, I honestly, I love when I hear stories like that, where people are able to not be dependent upon medication all the time. Absolutely. So why are you particularly passionate about working with people, women who suffer from these chronic headaches? Well, I see there, you know, as I was saying, there's just being able to shed light and and really help people and have them become headache free and not suffer from the extra medication that they're having to take that's affecting their life in a different way. So I like to use the analogy of um, someone gave me this analogy one time, and I think it's a perfect uh, fit for headaches. So you look at the conventional space versus the functional space. And if you took your car to a mechanic and you said, my car is making a noise and the mechanic walked away and grabbed something and came back and handed you a pair of earmuffs and your keys back, how would you feel driving your car? And, and I think that none of us, probably not very confident. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
we would say, no way, you didn't do your job. But whenever we have, when we have headaches all the time and we're put, a headache is really just a symptom. It isn't an actual disease. It's the symptom of something else going on. And so we're, you know, the first step, hopefully, if you're someone particularly who has chronic headaches or migraines is that you've, you know, had an MIRI or something checked that often people have had those done to rule out anything more serious, which is, you know, obviously important, but then it's, it's just, the next step is just management of the pain most of the time. And so we're, we're managing pain. We're, we're giving them, you know, the earmuffs to cover the pain, but we're not actually solving the problem that's causing the headache. And that's where in functional medicine, I look at it differently and I'm going to investigate. I like to use like detective (laughs) doctor because it's like, um, you know, investigate why what's going on, what are the imbalances and what's causing the headaches. And when we do that, we can actually then resolve the headache rather than just putting the pain medication on. Yeah. Yeah. I was so good. And I love the analogy of the earmuffs. I think that's perfect because we had all, if that happened at a mechanic, we'd all go, and then, but we do that all the time with our health. Absolutely. Right. So what are some common, or I'm going to say conventional treatments for dealing with headaches and are there any of them that you feel like work for people don't work for people? Well, I think, you know, the two most common conventional treatments that are easy for everyone are Advil and Tylenol. I mean, and then we move in for migraines to the tryptans, and then you you can get deeper and deeper into medications, um, you know, once you're with prescriptions, but, um, you know, they can't, that's what I said, they can be effective for causing, for covering the pain and treating the pain that you're experiencing. Now, some people will take that, their headaches are at a point where they're not, they're not even being covered pain wise with some of those medications, but there's often people that are just, you know, popping Advil, you know, when you're talking, you're like, oh, well, I take Advil a few times a week. And then you're saying like, okay, that's helping your pain, but you're, you know, I've had someone actually who was had chronic headaches more than one person, you know, that are coming to me actually with gut issues because now they have gut issues. And when we're going into the, what, you know, the reasons behind that then are saying, we get into the fact that they've been taking medication for chronic headaches for all this time. And then that's leading to a whole nother issue that now they're being having to be treated for. So that's where I think that although they can be helpful in covering pain, they're not the answer to be taking on a regular basis. You can even sometimes like peppermint oil, if you're looking for an alternative in that moment, if you do get a headache, sometimes you just it's like putting that on your temples or something can also be just a natural way to relieve pain from a headache. Yeah. So here's a little bit of bringing up essential oils. So yes, we use peppermint in my home. My husband actually really likes wintergreen. Wintergreen doesn't do anything for me, but what does is frankincense. If you're okay, taking oils um, internally putting like a tiny drop on my thumb and then pressing it to the roof of the mouth because frankincense bring two things. Number one, it breaks the blood brain barrier. Um, and two, it reduces inflammation. So I always carry frankincense That's <laughs> with me. Great. Yeah. Do you um, use it every day? No, just, uh, well, I probably could, <laughs> but no, but no, like normally that's like my, if I do feel a headache coming on or something, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. I yeah. have a bottle of frankincense in my office too. So <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. It's a great one. 
So are there any downsides to taking or using um, this conventional medication treatment or using it regularly? Regularly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that, you know, every medication has, has a side effect. So it's, it's balancing out the need for the medication versus the side effects. And I think one of the main things with NSAIDs that like, that would be like ibuprofen, naproxen, things like that, um, are the, you know, we know for sure that that affects your gut lining. So, you know, you can get into other gut issues, leaky gut, things like that, that are affecting your health, um, in other ways. And so that, you know, we're looking at that, you know, you just want to, you want to be careful with your liver health and detoxification when you're taking too much Tylenol. So those are things that you just really want to be careful to not overdo medications. Yeah. How would that affect someone long-term if they're using it without trying to address the root cause? Well, you can actually get rebound headaches from too much medication. So, you know, other than the other health issues, when you're using, when you're using too much medication all the time, you actually can get rebound headaches from overuse of medication. And we see that a lot, even with caffeine, because in Excedrin, like some of the -the over-the-counter headache medications have caffeine and caffeine actually can be used to treat headaches. Um, However, once you take too much of that and you're using that all the time, then if you're not taking the medication, you can actually get rebound headaches from not taking the medication. So you want to be careful, you know, when you're and those are things, you know, we really dig into in our intake questionnaires um, because things that you may not even be realizing often are triggers. Yeah. So Define rebound headache because I have my own definition of that, but (laughs) for all the listeners, what is a rebound headache? So it's a, you're getting the headache when you're withdrawing from the the stimulant. So, you know, as that cat, you're, you're, as that caffeine is wearing off or in some, you know, medications are wearing off, you're actually getting the headache from the the withdrawal from your system of that whatever product. Yes. So that's why having say you're drinking Mountain Dew or Dr. Pepper or whatever it is, and you drink that every day, and then you're trying to come off of it. If you go cold Turkey, right. That's what you're talking about or coffee or absolutely. Yep. You can't go cold Turkey. Nope. You want to, um, I actually take a group through a detox a few times a year and, and we, we give up caffeine in that time. And so I do, we do, I have a whole plan of like how to wean yourself off so that you don't have the headaches during that process. Cause you want, you know, it's good to do that, but you're definitely going to cause the rebound and not everyone. Yeah. No, we all metabolize different. So some people can just say, I was talking with someone, they're like, I can just go cold Turkey and they're fine, but we all metabolize things differently. And that's what we're, and that's another factor in this. We're, we're each unique. So there's not a one size fits all approach. And I think that standardized approaches aren't, helpful for everyone too, because we're all just unique. We all are different. Our triggers are different, everything, you know, the way we metabolize our genetics, everything. Yes. And we do something similar with our clients where we're like, okay, don't go cold Turkey because you're going to hate us. (laughs) You got to kind of come off of it. And they're like, but you know, that's what I think society, whatever tells you, you got to stop it and just stop it immediately kind of deal. So the quick fix, right? Yes. The quick fix. But I I feel like it's not even really a fix though, because most people rebound Mm -hmm. back to the caffeine because the headaches are 
impeding work performance, impeding daily function, whatever, for much longer than needed. Exactly. (laughs) So if somebody were to work with a functional medicine practitioner um, on their headaches and stuff, how is that going to differ? And we kind of touched on this, but how is that going to differ from working with your primary care physician? Or um, I know, I think before we we hit record, we were talking about GI specialists and things like that. So how is, how is that treatment or care different? So what we're going to do is we're going to look into all of the, we know from, from research and from seeing patients and from, you know, like we know different, particularly different triggers and different reasons why people can, can get headaches. So we're going to look at you as a whole person. So we're going to look at are there food? We know there are certain food triggers that cause headaches. So we're going to work on looking at your food and your diet and, and seeing if you're eating any of those foods. Now there might, so like, I'm going to give you an example here. So someone may say, oh, well, I can have a glass of wine and I can get a headache the next day sometimes, but then other times I can have a glass of wine and I don't get a headache. So I don't think it's the wine. Well, it, it may not be the wine individually, but it may be the wine in combination with other things that you have going on at that time. So another food that's triggering you at the same time or another thing that's in. So we, we work on figuring out like, you know, where are your triggers getting your, you know, getting your nutrients, balancing your hormones, stress, um, you know, is another factor. So we sleep hydration, we work on you as the whole person and do testing and lifestyle and looking at really like your diet and all different things to find out where your imbalances are and, and fix them. And so you're to get your triggers fixed. So you're not suffering anymore. Yeah. So that's a lot. <laughs> right? It's a lot. Yeah. Sleep hormones. <laughs> yeah. Do you have like a process in which you kind of help evaluate people to figure out, Hey, you really need to work on drinking more water or you need to work on your hormones first, or how do you yes, go about that? I do. It's called, I call it the eat method. So it's, it's even though it's not really directly related to food, but it's called, um, so we go through a process and we, it's, um, I call it enlighten, align and thrive. So we'll go through, um, and I'm actually creating a group program starting in January, um, 2022, (laughs) I'm switching years here. That's Um, so weird. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, we're not going back. Um, 2022, January. So we're taking a group, um, to reach more people through this process. Cause I've had so much success with people in this process. So what we're going to do is we're, we're going to work on the enlightened phase are finding, you know, what, what's triggering you, what, like what foods we look at food sensitivities, food sensitivities can be an independent, um, factor in your headaches. So we're going to, we do a test in there to see, and then we're going to work on after we, after we enlighten about where our triggers are, then we align and rebalance your hormones, re, you know, work on um, rebalancing your circadian rhythm, your, you know, your stress, your cortisol, because cortisol plays a role in headaches too. Um, when you have an increased cortisol, you get increased prolactin levels, which can actually increase pain sensitivity. So, you know, all the stress factors and those cortisol levels. And then the last part we, is thrive and we really balance nutrients. We make sure your environment is appropriate, clean, not anything that's triggering you work on some detox things. And, and so you can thrive and move on without, without having the headaches. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I love the, the enlighten, align and thrive. And the enlightened part for me sounds like a discovery phase. 
Is that kind yes, of like- Yep, so, yep, it's a discovery phase. So we're we're enlightening you on all of the things that, that may be triggering your headaches and within specifically with you individually and you're, enlight- you're enlightening yourself really to learn about what could be going on in your life that you may not even see. I think it's people don't even realize the things that could be. I mean, how could we? We're not educated well in knowing what things could be happening every day in your life that may be triggering you without you even knowing it. And yeah. I encourage anyone that's listening. I mean, just one thing, well, I'm going to give you just two things right now, three things actually <laughs> that you can do right now. Um, you know, one thing I would encourage is to keep a journal, <clears throat> excuse me, um, keep a journal of when you have a headache and what you've eaten that day, what you've eaten that day before, any change in your environment, anything. And so then you can start looking at the pattern when it happens. Um, and that can just be like a little simple thing that is easy to do that um, can just give you some of your own insight. And then um, the, the two other things I say to people that are the easiest ways and they're free to get started is hydrate. Um, we do know that there's a trigger for headaches. If your dehyd- dehydration is an independent trigger. And so making sure that you have, um, we, you know, approximately half your body weight in water a day, you want to make sure that you're sipping water throughout the day, that you're not just chugging it at, in your meals because you want to make sure you're getting good cellular hydration. Um, and sometimes when we're drinking too, when you're just drinking your water and chugging it at the same time, your water's just going through you. So to really make sure, you know, keep that glass of water and by your desk or wherever you are and and really stay hydrated um, is one thing that you can just do right now. And then the other thing is just really prioritizing sleep because we know that particularly with migraines, the the REM sleep is um, affects migraines. So if you're not getting good quality of sleep, then you may have, that's an, another independent risk factor of having headaches. And it's hard to do. I think people just are busy. They have a lot going on and sometimes aren't prioritizing sleep and, and may not even realize it until you put the mirror up and, and look at it. <laughs> Cause yeah. you have people that come in and they're like, I sleep fine. And then we go through it and it's like, oh, wait, I'm actually, I'm not sleeping. (laughs) Like I'm not, there is a night I stay up and get everything done and don't, you know, like once a week. And and those things can kind of catch up with you. Yeah, I think for me, my health really changed when I started prioritizing sleep. I've always been good at drinking water. I mean, I live in Arizona, so it's mandatory. You have a water bottle next to you (laughs) or you're carrying one or whatever. So that part was never like, I'm going to say an issue, but when I started looking at my sleep, like you said, and actually getting more than five hours of sleep at night, uh, (laughs) things shifted in my body and hormones started balancing. I wasn't so stressed and snappy and irritable and, you know, all the things that we don't want. And one thing I want to say about hydration that I think is sometimes overlooked, if you're drinking large amounts of um, caffeine, right? A lot of people depend on caffeine to wake up in the morning, get started, and then drinking coffee in the afternoon or a soda or whatever it is, that caffeine is going to deplete your hydration as well. So you may be drinking enough, (laughs) but you have to drink more water to counteract the caffeine. So absolutely. That's a great point. And people might not even... I think often aren't realizing that factor. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. So what are some of the things, uh, actually, we already talked about that. <laughs> I was going to ask you, what are some things people could do? You just told us. <laughs> I just jumped ahead. You did. <laughs> yeah. So do you have any additional advice for women who are suffering from headaches that are related to it being like their hormones, right? Maybe around their cycle or halfway through their menstrual cycle or something like that. Absolutely. So it's very common for women to have, you know, those hormonal, particularly migraines where they're getting that headache at the same point in each one of their cycles. So um, the last week before we get our period, our, our progesterone's dropping and so is our estrogen, but sometimes the progesterone's dropping more rapidly than the estrogen. So then we become estrogen dominant. And so when we, when that happens, one of the things that can present are headaches from that estrogen dominant dynamic. And so, um, one of the things that they can start to do without that, you know, I really with hormones, I really do like to test because you really can see the balance and I'm sure you feel the same way to yeah. see where all the hormones are, but you can start, um, easily right away, just reducing your estrogen load. So we're bombarded by all the xeno that estrogens all the time. So focusing, um, I like to tell people to focus on like grass, um, fed cows and, you know, ho hormone free cows, hormone free, you know, if you're having dairy, anything like that, you animal know, products, the yeah. animal products. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, ditching plastics, going to glass containers in order to get the beat your BPA down and just all those home cleanups where we can really reduce those extra levels of estrogen that we're getting bombarded with all the, all of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So removing environmental triggers. Do you cover that in your enlightened phase or is that something that you kind of cover a little bit later in your program or when do you, we do, we cover that a little bit later. So I cover that more with the, with the, for the hormone balance, I cover that more in the, the align. And then we do like a whole, um, cleanup of environment in that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so sometimes when you're, I mean, that is enlightened too. There's a portion of that, but, um, Sometimes I like to do the toxin, you know, when we're first enlightening ever, it can be overwhelming because we're doing yes. a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot there. <laughs> so sometimes we do the toxin cleanup a little like uh, into it, but a little bit more when we're doing the rebalance. Yeah. I, I do that a little bit later in my program too, <laughs> just because I remember for, even for myself, it was just so overwhelming. I'm like, I've got to change my makeup and my hair products and my, and my laundry room and my soap and my lotion. And it was like, I, I felt like I was giving up so much <laughs> and it was, you know, deodorant and just all these things. And it was like, this is going to be so expensive. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I, that's what I do tell people. I say, just one thing, if you can do one thing at a time, you know, you don't have to do everything at once, but that one because you I do think what you're saying is a good point. You can feel so overwhelmed by everything that you do nothing because it's just too overwhelming to deal with. So if you can do one thing at a time and just be okay with the one thing that you did and then make another change. And, and it's a good way to just kind of keep moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yes. We could talk about that all day long <laughs> about just, uh, and I'll just leave this where it is. But I started, like you said, with one thing and it was like, when I ran out of deodorant, I just bought a different one. 
You know, when I ran out of toothpaste, I just bought a different one until I found one that I liked because <laughs> yes, that can also be challenging too. But mm-hmm. yeah, I know finding the right products, I finding agree. the right products. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you have like a list or a guide or something to help people when they're working with you. <laughs> yes. Yes. <Yeah. laughs> yes. So last question is how does stress play a role in these chronic headaches? Cause I know I am probably a little more prone to stress like most of the listeners, but <laughs> yes, I know I'm, you have to practice what you preach too, for sure. <laughs> so I, I was thinking that this week, I'm like, I have to listen to the things that I'm always, um, that I'm saying, cause we can all get that, that those high stress levels. So I think when it comes to headaches, it's a difficult, I sometimes call it the chain of pain because so stress is comes in many different forms. So we have the, the emotional form where we're stressed out, but we also have physical forms of stress. And so headaches in themselves can be stressful on your body, which puts you, which can increase your cortisol and can cause you more stress. So, so what people that suffer from regular headaches often can be in this this stress cycle where the stress causes the headache, the headache causes stress, you know, and so really we do work through that, getting those cortisol levels down, really doing things that are decreasing stress and adding things into your lifestyle. In addition that, um, you know, are stress relieving. I, I really, I personally like meditation, but really, um, you know, like gratitude, walking, going outside for walks, anything, you know, singing, dancing, anything that really resonates with you. It's different for every person. And, and I think you realize when you're working with people, everyone has a different way to de-stress. So finding something that, that works for you in order to, and really try to prioritize some of that in your life. Yeah. I I was thinking of all the different things that I do to de-stress and I'll be honest, it's different every, every time. Sometimes it's taking a bath. Sometimes it's reading a book. Sometimes I went out the other day and I, something happened. And for whatever reason, in 90% of the situations, it would not have triggered me. But that day it did, it kind of put me over the edge and I was just crying. I mean, granted, I am eight months pregnant, you know, oh. hormones are going crazy, <laughs> but I was just like a mess. And my husband's like, what's going on? You know, like, are you okay? Like, you know, he's kind of like, do I ask, do I push, do I step back? You know, like, what is the right thing to do? And it was kind of this all day thing. Anyways, long story short. I just went in the room. He's giving kids a bath and taking care of them. And I was like, I need to leave. And he was like, okay. And I went for a drive and I drove for two hours. And I was like, I was able to mentally process through what I needed to process through. I don't even know what it was at the time, (laughs) but it just felt like everything was kind of crashing down around me. And I couldn't I didn't have the words to tell my husband, Hey, I'm feeling this way, <laughs> you know? So he's kind of like, Oh, I don't know. So anyways, that's all of that. Wonderful. To say- yeah. That's great to n- recognize you needed it. And that's, I think you recognize like, okay, that's, I need to step away. This isn't good for me. It's not good for them. It's, it's what I need right now. And, and that's what we all need to work on doing. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I did do self-reflection and stuff in the car, but it was like, 
I didn't even know what to tell my husband, you know, what was wrong with me. (laughs) It's just one of those situations. But I think also having a practice of gratitude in whatever form is beneficial. And I've talked about this on some of my previous episodes where for me, when I was getting started with gratitude, just saying to myself throughout the day, like I call them pinch me, this is real life, (laughs) you know, where my kids would come give me a hug or something would happen. Or I have this wonderful lady that I go to church with. And she's like, let me come clean your house. I know you're super pregnant. And I'm like, it's right before Thanksgiving. That would be, you know, and I'm like, what a blessing, right? I'm so grateful for people in my life that are willing to do this. I'm going to pay her because I just can't, but (laughs) not, but there are, there are things, even when we're going through challenges and trials that we can be grateful for. Absolutely. Yes. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Is there any last tips or anything? And just so you guys know, if you really love Meg and headaches and learning all about that and what she has going on for, um, her group in 2022, (laughs) um, all of her information, contact social media will be in the links, but is there anything you'd like to share with us, Meg? Yeah, I think thank you so much for having me here. Yeah, I think I'm running, like I said, the happiness beyond headaches and um, and you you can go to www.happinessbeyondheadaches to find more about that program. I try, I'm on Instagram at Dr. Meg Mill and try to share valuable information there. Um, but it's just, I think I'd just like to share that if you're listening and you're someone that has headaches, you, um, you don't have to suffer. It's not something that you have to be in pain. There is hope. And there's a lot of things you can do. I've seen it over and over countless times of people that are able to be both headache and medication free, have more energy, more mental clarity. And, um, you know, I want that for you too. (laughs) Yes. 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 And I just, I love this work because I feel like reducing headaches is going to improve quality of life. Right. Absolutely. You, a lot of us don't realize how much that could improve to be pain-free, symptom-free, whatever, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. So thank you so much. And like I said, all of these links will be in the show notes for you guys. Um, Go connect with her on Instagram and we will see you guys in the next. Thank you. Before you go, I wanted to share with you that we are switching things up for the new year. Open enrollment for the Hansen Method for a Thriving Thyroid will begin in early January 2022. Oh my gosh, that feels so weird to say. But our official launch date and program will start Monday, January 17th, and we have a total of 20 spots open for this session. So let me tell you a little bit about the Hansen Method if you aren't already familiar with it. The Hansen Method is now a six-month-long program that includes functional testing, two to three personalized protocols during that time period to help you optimize your thyroid hormones. You're probably saying, why two to three? (laughs) Because guess what? The progress of our thyroid hormones, it takes time. So we build out this system, this plan for you based off the test results that come back. So everything is going to be customized to you, dietary lifestyle, supplementation, all of that. 
Now, on average, we see a 30% reduction in symptoms within 30 days. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer, but by the end of the four, of four months, we're seeing an average reduction of 70% in your thyroid symptoms. <laughs> if that's not good enough for you, though, we are now offering a guarantee. So if you don't see that 70% reduction in your symptoms, Within six months of working with us in our program, we will work with you until you hit that 70% or for an entire year with no additional charges or fees to you. It is all covered in the original cost. So in order to qualify for this guarantee though, you have to put in a little bit of work. So you must be participating in journaling for the first couple months. Um, and if we ask you to go back to it, you know, go back to it. And we also want to see you showing up to the coaching calls. I get you may not be able to attend every single group coaching call. That's totally fine. As long as you're showing up to your one-on-ones and you're having good regular communication with us, reaching out to us when we reach out to you and say, hey, we haven't heard from you we're going to keep working with you because we are so confident in the system and we will follow you all the way through the entire process. If you are interested in applying for this opportunity, please, please, please click the thyroid breakthrough link in the show notes and apply today to speak to one of our thyroid advisors. We don't charge for these appointments, so you literally have nothing to lose and our thyroid advisors will be super helpful to you, helping you better understand if this is going to be a good fit for you or if you would be better suited to work with someone else. All right, you guys, I hope each one of you books a breakthrough call because we would love to speak with you. Wait before you go. Please subscribe. If you found value in today's episode, leave us a review and share on Instagram and please tag us. We love your reviews. Pretty please.